On page Kuf Mem Vav, 146, just speaking about the level of, the lowest level of Nefesh, which is a simple, um, it is a Kat Neshub it's the lowest level of the soul, it's a love and fear, which is basically a latent, hidden love and fear, which is doesn't, it's not any emotional experience in your heart, but it's still a emotion which is hidden away in the depths of a person that brings him to action. Like we see by certain people that are uneducated, they don't think about the greatness of Hashem, but they still experience a great joy when they fulfill a mitzvah, and the mitzvahs are very dear to them. And that's because they have this latent love for Hashem, which drives them to want to connect to Him, and therefore they fulfill mitzvahs. And we said that in general this is called Kabbalah Seil, just doing... Accepting, accept, accepting upon yourself the yoke of Hashem's kingship and doing His will, even though you don't feel it. So the top of the line, we do the Kabbalah Sil who inyan heskim, and it's known that the idea of Kabbalah Sil is this a, this heskim, this decision, a strong um, decision that a person makes to do <clears throat> to do what he has basically understood is the right thing. The fact that a person has decided deeply within himself, within his soul, to be in a state of Kabbalah self, accepting upon himself Hashem's kingship. Like the idea of servitude in the simple sense. When a person is a slave to a servant to somebody, it's not because he knows some type of amazing quality or uniqueness in the, in the master, or, that, or because he has a love uh, for the master. Rather, just because of the decision that he made within himself to give himself over, to dedicate himself to the master, that he should be his master, and that he should be the master's servant. To serve this master with all different types of service and and help. Service. Servitude. So too is the spiritual in our service to Hashem, and they're accepting upon ourselves the yoke of Hashem's kingship. This doesn't involve any type of emotional arousal of love and fear. Rather, just involves a strong decision within a person that he makes to himself to accept upon himself the yoke of Hashem's kingship. To be a slave to Hashem. And totally dedicated and give it over to him. To serve Hashem and to do Hashem's will in actuality. As explained at length in the the uh, special Hemshech of Emarim, the known Hemshech of Samach Vav, especially from the starting from the Emarim of Miknerav, where speaks about the difference of Ben and Evid and the idea of a real, a true Evid. A servant to Hashem, totally dedicated, given over, surrendered to Hashem. And this is the level of the nefesh within the soul. Which is the lowest level of the soul, which has the least level of revelation from the essence of the soul. But it has a very, very high source in godliness. That's why a person experiences a very intense... Um, Tkifus, a very uh, intense strength here, when he makes this decision to do what Hashem wants, even though it doesn't, he doesn't feel it and he doesn't want to, but he makes it very, very, almost like a stubborn decision. Chazel, take of God, 
והביטל הוא בבחינת הנוכס עצמוסי הרבה יסר מבעבדה בנשמה ורחלו. So the decision, the decision is very strong within a person that he makes to be Kabbalah Sel, and the bitl also, the self, the submissiveness that a person experiences here, and the Hanukkah Satzmusay, when he's putting himself on the side, is a lot more than in the service of the levels of the Neshama and Ruach, where you're involving your mind in service of Hashem, or your heart in service of Hashem, because there, at least you're understanding or you're feeling something, and therefore you want to come close to Hashem, or do Hashem's will. Here, you don't experience anything emotionally or psychologically or um, intellectually, you don't experience anything in those realms, but you still do it. So that shows you that the bitl here is you're really putting yourself on the side because yourself is doesn't want to be involved in this service of God at all, and you're still doing it. explained in Samach And in spirituality, like we said before, the level of ruach and spirituality is the angels, the Chayis HaKadosh, which experience always, they're praising Hashem, and they do experience this emotional excitement, or whether, whether it be in the group of Michoel, Gavriel, Ava, and Yira. So too, this idea, the lowest level of nefesh, above in spirituality, is the Eifanim, the angels are called the Eifanim, Shehein Malachim Dasiya, which are the angels which are, their main, their abode is in the world of Asiya, the lowest of the three spiritual worlds, which is corresponding, three spiritual worlds, corresponding to the three levels within ourselves. The nefesh is Asiya, Ruach, is uh, Yetzira, which Yetzira is usually the world in which the Shem's emotive attributes are mostly revealed, and Bria is the world of Moichim, where the Shem's intellectual faculties are revealed. So that's the Neshama of within ourselves. So, Eifanim, they're the level of Malachim, the angels of Asiya. The Kol Inyonim, the note in the bottom says, the <coughs> um, note on the bottom, so this is a note which is saying in the in the Yad Kodshe, in the actual writing of the Rebbe Shab, there is a Teva She'ena Bruta that's not so clear. So something's missing here. Their whole idea, the whole essence of these angels of the world of Asiya is a Bittl Bapel, it's just a submissiveness to Hashem in actuality, not because of any understanding or because of any feeling. Which this is referring to the sibuv, their um, um, orbit around around the the orbit around the earth. So this could be also referring to not only the angels of the world of Asiya, but also the angels and which these angels in the world of Asiya are also the spiritual energy which is enlivening all the planets of all the galaxies and and all the planets basically in the solar system, and that's why all the planets are always in a constant orbit to the west. Um, which is where the Shechina is, like the Gemara says, that they're, when they're orbiting to the west, that is they're bowing down to Hashem. So the whole idea you see of these angels, are they, which are both the angels and also the spiritual energy of, the, of all the galaxies, of all the planets, is their bittel, is their, is their total given over, their surrender in actuality, which is, which is expressed by their orbiting towards the Shechina, they're bowing down. That orbiting is, so to say, there is it is is like they're bowing down to Hashem. That's why they're always orbiting from the east to the west. Because, like it says in the Gemara, that the Shechina is found in the Ma'ariv in the west, as explained in another place. And this external bowing, this orbit that the planets are all experiencing, which is happening in their Bechemer Gufam, in their actual physicality of their being. Meaning the physical planets, it's because of the bittel, the intense submissiveness that they have to Hashem in their tzudas nafshem, in their spiritual energy. 
But this level of bit which they're experiencing is the level of Haida, just admitting the greatness of Hashem, meaning, as he's going to explain now, it's known that the whole concept of Haida, which means admitting or submitting to Hashem, uh, besides the simple explanation of thanking, the Haida is that he, there is no knowledge, there's no understanding, comprehension involved in Haida. Or not any also emotional experience. Rather, the fact, just that the person is, admits that the truth is this is the truth, and even though I don't experience it in my mind and my heart, still I admit to the truth and I'm going to do the right thing. And that through that the admitting to the truth, that is why he has this bittel is is surrender to Hashem. But even though there is no emotions or intellect involved in this bittel, but it's still very strong. And almost like a, like I said before, almost like a stubbornness to it. Like it says about the Jewish people, that I'm Kshayadif. They're stiff necked people in a good way. They're so stiff necked, they're so stubborn for Hashem. They won't give up their connection to Him, even though they don't understand it and they don't see it at all. And the person is so strong in this bittel, this submissiveness, this, this Ibergevenkeit, giving himself over to Hashem, so strong that he doesn't accept any anything which is hiding and concealing Hashem. Any, any tests that he's experiencing in his life, he doesn't let it get to him. Vashum stiris, or any contradictions that he sees um, within his life. He sees, you know, even though, well, I mean, this life is full of contradictions. You see the wicked prosper and the righteous sometimes suffer, which is seemingly a contradiction to what it says in the Torah, that if you go in Hashem's ways, then Hashem will bless you. So any of these things which test him, he doesn't he doesn't let it get to him. Because his in general, his whole way of acting in connection, in his theme, his mode of of his service of Hashem is not according to logic. He's transcending logic. He just he he knows the truth is the truth, and he does it because that's the truth, even though he doesn't feel it, or doesn't understand it. That's why he doesn't get affected by anything that happens in the world, and he tests that test him. And he has a very very intense strength, inner strength, uh, to to this decision which he's made. This kabbal sil. And these are the three levels now which we've explained. The nefesh, ruach, neshama, uh, from below to above, uh, within the soul. Vehain, neged, gimel. There's a note here on the bottom. Uh, gimel, seemingly it should say, gimel, il, mesbiah. This is, they are parallel to the three worlds of briah, tzirah, The neshama, hebichain, neged, il, mabriah. The level of neshama, which is the intellectual experience, a comprehension of Hashem, the bina. That is parallel to the world of Bria, which is the Imam Mekanana Like the Zayar says, that the mother, supernal mother, which is referring to Bina, which is the mother of the emotions, um, the mother, her nest, her abode, is in the, 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 the world of the throne, which is the world of the throne always refers to the world of Bria. The Nishamis of Bria, within the souls of Bria. Therefore, we see the connection of Bina to the world of Bria. The Ruach and the level of Ruach within ourselves, with our emotional experience, of God in the world of Yitzira, like the Zayar says, the emotive attributes, Zayar Ampin, of the world of Atzilus find their main expression in the world of Yitzira. And that is expressed in the service of the angels in the world of Yitzira, which is the level of Ruach, which they're praising Hashem and being aroused in their emotional excitement for Hashem. And the world, and the level of Nefesh of our soul is parallel to the world of Asiya, the lowest world, the Malchus, like Zayar says that. Malchus, which is the lowest sphere, which relates this idea of nefesh within ourselves, the Kabbalah's il Malchus Shomai, like we just said, the exact wrong self, this is the kingship of Hashem. 
Malchus finds its main expression in the world of Asiyah. And those are the, in the spiritual realms, the Ifanim, which are the lowest angels, which are expressed also in all the planets, which are in the world of Asiyah, which experience this bittle, this submissiveness, the submission to Hashem, in a pale mamish, in actuality, by their orbiting, their bowing down to Hashem. And on the bottom it says that, this mimer was not finished in, in the uh, Rebbe Rashab's actual writing of the mimer. So here we conclude the mimer. Um, and a couple things. So the next two mimerim here, like it says, it's from the Shabbos Parshish Tzav. And it says, these are just notes about a mimer concerning another mimer. So these are really shorthand notes about another mimer. Um, and also the next mimer after that is a chedesh zelachem, is also parshas achedesh, also shorthand notes about another mimer. So we're going to be skipping these two mimer because they're very, very shorthand and it's. You can just tell it's just notes concerning another lengthy mimer, almost like a kitzer. So it's not really going to be understood. It would be, if you actually learn the actual mimer, which is based on, but I'm not really sure what it's based on, doesn't say in the front of the Sefer and the Table of Contents what this mimer is, what these notes are based on. Um, and then the next mimer after that in the Sefer is on Kufnun Aleph 151, which is Chaga uh, Pesach. Kaldoidi, which is from Sirashirim, which is the main Megillah, which is connected to Pesach. And that actual mimer is fine. That's the next actual mimer. But if you look in the beginning, in the Teichen and Yonim, notice that we actually skipped a mimer. It says, um, before Pasher Zohar, which is the one we just, we're just finishing right now, it says, Eile Pekudei. There's Maimer Eile Bekudei Mishkan, which is, uh, it's saying it's on page Reish Chof Aleph. And you'll notice that they added this Maimer in a second printing of the Sefer. First printing, they didn't have this Maimer. So it seems like they added this Maimer Eile Bekudei in the second printing, and they added it to, since they already had paginated everything in these certain pages, they couldn't just put it in between. They, they didn't do a whole re, re-typing of the whole Sefer. So they added it into a suffix in the back. So the next when the next uh shear will go over to that Alip Kudai Mimer on page Reish Khafalif or something. Yeah, Reish Khafalif.